The Will and Woody Podcast Mini. Let's be honest, we're all having very boring conversations right now about the RBA, the Reserve mm. Bank, and I. we came in here today and our whole team is sitting here saying that we have no idea what the RBA actually is. <laughs> Apart from the fact that they're just taking our cash. So, Woods, I gave you the challenge. Three minutes. Can you tell me, research as much as you can possible about the RBA? I was right. like the rain man just then, wasn't I? I well... <laughs> That was pretty amazing. Mm, it was pretty good. Don't but make I feel me do like... it again, though. I've used all my energy. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked you three really simple questions, and oh. I think you are, I think you answered them pretty well. Thank you. Thank but you, in order to find out whether or not you actually nailed them, yeah, we've got Mike Seckham here from the Saturday Paper and the Seven AM Podcast, or Mike Sexy Seckham, as we've dubbed him here. Yes, Mike. Magic Mike. <laughs> oh yeah, here he is. G'day, guys. G'day, Mike. Hi, Mike. <laughs> How are you, mate? Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, I'm, I'm relishing my new nickname. <laughs> hey, Mike, did you did you just hear me before sort of laying down what the RBA is and what they do and how they impact inflation, and were you quite impressed? Uh, I was quite impressed. I thought you got. I thought you nailed it. Holy... Wow. Is, yeah, that, I was impressed as well. Mike, you don't know me, but that is, like, phenomenal that I managed to know that. Particularly am... given that, I mean, you need some context here, Mike, but he lost an, a, a, a tush off to Andy Lee yesterday, so he needs everything he can get. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> a um, confidence boost. Anyway, uh, Mike, interesting introduction for you to the show. <laughs> uh, let's get down to uh, what I would love for you to answer a few questions on. And by the way, 131065, um, if you've got any questions... For Mike or 0429 you can text us because I'm interested. So the first question I asked Woods was, what is the RBA? Well, well, he got that one pretty right. Um, okay. um, it's, it's essentially supposed to bring financial stability to the country and it sets interest rates um, okay. and, and, uh, and you know, puts them up and down, up or down to keep the economy humming along at allegedly an optimal level. Can, can I ask Perfect. a very specific question, Mike, just because I'm a little bit advanced in the area now? Um, but is the is the one of the reasons they lift interest rates because the banks don't have as much liquidity, um, or for those playing at home, don't have much money? No. Okay. Perfect. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously just read that, and no, you no. wanted to weave it in, and it's nowhere. So it's, okay. Uh, it, it gets a bit complicated. I mean, the, uh. the, the liquidity is a factor, but essentially the reason they put interest rates up or down is to encourage us to spend more or spend less. Yeah, okay. And, and okay. So, so the idea is, you know, if they whack interest rates up and suddenly your mortgage gets more expensive, well, then you've got less to spend on other things. Yeah. And hopefully um, that, that um, puts a bit of lid on price increases. Yeah, right. Okay, Mike, okay. so okay. this is the bit that I heard. So I heard, I heard you on the 7am mm. podcast talking about this. Does raising interest rates actually affect, like, is it a good way to battle inflation? It's a pretty blunt instrument, to be honest. Um, mm. um, but but it's, the, it's the only one they got. Um, mm. And, and you, know, you know, there there were a whole lot of factors that, that contributed to our inflation problem, you know. Um, uh, for a start, there was, there was COVID, right, which, um, which um, uh, brought supply problems. So, yep. you know, things like building products went up about 20% in a yep. year yep. because yep. they were harder to get. Then there was the Ukraine war, right, which um, yeah. which put up energy prices tremendously. Oh. And, you know, and then there were things like the weather, you know, which gave us the $11 less. So there were a lot of factors that contributed to the inflation breaking out. Um, yeah. not, none of them actually the fault of the government, I might add, um, despite what you might hear from the opposition at the moment. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's not the government's fault. 
Um, and, and then the third factor is that during COVID, you know, during the lockdowns and everything, and the government was pumping lots of, and so was the bank, pumping lots of money into the economy um, because they were worried that everything was going to go pear-shaped, um, people, people's bank accounts ballooned. They, they fattened up. By yeah, like right, because we weren't spending. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so a lot of people had a lot of money to spend. So, you know, they went out and they spent it on, you know, now that we can travel again, they're spending mm. it on um, overseas trips. And the airlines are jacking up flight, um, yes. you know, the cost of flying. So that contributes to inflation. People are going out and having meals and restaurants are jacking yeah. up the price of food. Um, so, so that's the sort of thing they're trying to control. They're trying to stop us, um, you know, spending like drunken sailors. But so, Mike, if the prices, if they're accepting well, I that the prices... wouldn't spend all that much, by the way. Like, <laughs> drunken sailors, sailors it's pretty standard. when they get to a port, as if they wouldn't spend all their shillings or whatever. Anyway, Mike, I have a serious question. Yeah. If, if, if we're accepting that prices have gone up already and then the Reserve Bank go, okay, we want you to stop your spending, so we're going to increase interest rates. So not only are people dealing with the fact that prices are already up but now are struggling to pay their mortgages, isn't that just a shocking way to effectively squash people? Well... <laughs> Short answer is probably yes. It, it squashes it squashes some people. I mean, if if you already own your own house, right, and you've yeah. got bank shares, if you're you're relatively well off, um, well, it doesn't make that much of a difference to you. You can still go on spending. If if you've got a whacking great mortgage and you bought your house only a couple of years ago at the top of the boom, well, yeah, you're you're in in uh, in deep trouble. You're getting squeezed. So um, yeah, it, it affects it affects different people differently. Yeah, okay. And that's, and that's part of the problem, I think. Here yeah. is that. Is that um, some people are getting squashed and other people are still spending and, um, and, oh. and they keep wa- keep whacking up rates in the hope that sooner or later people will stop spending. Right. But the rich are getting richer and so they're not stopping spending. Right. Well, I think that's uh, there's, there's a bit to that argument, okay. yes. Final question, Mike, uh, and I know, sorry, I know we are running out of time here, but I just, I heard this and I think this is probably the most rattling thing for me um, that I heard you talking about last time you were talking about this, but we're talking about the Reserve Bank and... Is it? It's it's true that the Reserve Bank's not like a elected body either. Like this is largely just a bunch of people who are ex financiers, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, who sort of come together and advise the government and ultimately make a really big decision about our how much interest we pay, um, without kind of like a mandate. If that makes any sense. Well, they have a mandate, but uh, and they're not ex financiers. I mean, that's that's the thing is when what? I was writing that story, I talked to a bunch of economists about this, and one of them actually said, if you actually know anything about monetary policy, well, you probably um, won't wind up on the Reserve Bank board. You oh. kidding? So, so there's, there's nine people on the board, three of whom are bureaucrats who, who actually know something about policy, and and the other six are usually selected from business, or sometimes during the periods of Labor government, they might be a, a trade unionist on there, but um, they they might know a lot about how to run their individual business. But as as to you know expertise Jesus in running the, the overall economy, not very much. And they make the decisions. It, well, um, they, they're consulted on the decisions. I mean, ultimately, Jeez. it seems that that um, they're, they're kind of rubber stamps for for what the uh, governor decides. But you know exactly how they make their decisions is one of the great mysteries. Um, wow. Oddly enough, the the only really good insight we've ever had into what goes on in board meetings was back in two thousand and nine, and that was of course um, WikiLeaks got a leak on, oh. from from the American embassy, oh. and and the story there was that there was a dispute between the government and the bank about how fast rates should be going up, and uh, and someone from from I think it was the prime minister's office at the time was indiscreet enough to tell someone from the U.S. Embassy who wrote it all down in a cable, sent it off to Washington, and then it was leaked. Right. And, and that was, honest to God, the, the 
best insight we've ever had into the, the internal workings of the bank board. Wow. So as far as we know, they could all just be like playing a game of foosball and whoever, if the governor wins, then the interest rates go up. <laughs> uh, if you want to put it that way, yeah. yeah Jesus it, it, Christ. It, it, How, um, and there needs, there needs to be reform. That seems to be the general consensus among experts that there should be a bit more expert advice there. Wow. And we should uh, have a little more insight into um, how they go about the process of making decisions you know um, it's amazing we should we, we should have a vote of the board for example or we should at least know what the individual board members think well particularly we if we're all if, if they're the ones in charge of raising interest rates totally mike it's, it's been powerful. fascinating we've got to keep moving on yeah. um but thank you so much for joining us mike i really appreciate it Oh, it's a great pleasure. Yeah, it was really awesome. Mike Sackham there Mike. from the Saturday Paper and the 7am podcast. I reckon after the research you did, you could almost find yourself on the Reserve Bank board. <laughs> I, I would love to apply. I don't think I it works to. like that. Do you go seek.com? Where how do you apply? You, you, you wouldn't be... <laughs> I if I heard that. <laughs> Hear more of the boys on the full show podcast, all on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.